and welcome to episode 45 of the Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Your mother. Also known as... Andy! How's it going, man? I have to pee still. <laughs> Why didn't you go before we started? You had three chances. <laughs> three? Three chances. Three? Yes. Because it's not my sofa, that's why. <laughs> Damn it. And uh, aside from Andy, who has to pee... Piss uh, McGee over there. We also have... George Tripsis. How's it going, man? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Pretty good. It's been a minute. It's been it's been a couple weeks since we recorded. Uh, we did release an episode two weeks in a row, so we're actually on track. What? what, what? Uh, I know that we kind of slipped a little bit here and there. We've been doing more bi-weekly than weekly, but, you know, things get in the way, so. Life happens. Yeah. Holidays and shit. Mm-hmm. We're doing our best to try to get back on track, though, so. That's right. That's why we're doing this episode, which is all about urine. Inspiration. Urination. <laughs> Inspirational urine. <laughs> What inspired uh, this? Uh, well, I, it was my turn to pick a theme. So and, you picked uh, one. No, <laughs> that's your answer, Andy. <laughs> uh, no, I was looking at my bookshelf and I saw Kevin Smith's book, uh, Tough Shit, mm. Life Advice from a Fat Slob Who Did Good. Yep. Um, and it's one of my favorite books. You know, every time I read it, I feel really inspired, really motivated. Uh, we talked a little bit about that on the Heroes episode we did earlier last year. Uh, but I just thought inspiration was like a good topic to kind of tackle because there's got to be things that inspire and motivate each one of us creatively because we're all creative people. Mm-hmm. We all do a lot of different things. So uh, I imagine Andy's is poop. NP. NP. Hi guys. And the Swedish chef. He is the best Muppet. <laughs> yeah. Like is he though? Perfect. The best Muppet? Yeah. No. What about Fozzie Bear? Fozzie Bear is pretty good. Gonzo? Kermit? Gonzo's, Gonzo's okay. Kermit sucks, man. What? Kermit's the worst. He has Muppet. the best songs. So? Y'all have no heart. Who likes Muppets for the song? entertaining Muppet. I guess. Fozzie's hilarious. Yeah, he is pretty funny. Fozzie is great. Animal's hilarious. Animal is great. Yeah, he's good. Not my favorite, but... Rolf is pretty great, too. Is it Beaker? Meep. 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 Meep, meep, meep. That one's awesome. How we got on the topic of Muppets. (laughs) We should have done an episode about Muppets. Muppets are inspirational. That could be kind of fun. Muppets an inspiration to you, George? Oh, yeah. Yeah, how yeah. so? Uh, well, Kermit's pretty awesome, I think, and he's uh, never gives up, and he always tries hard, and he's something to aspire to. He is on a lot of inspirational posters. Yeah. Uh, he's also on a lot of those, like, good side, dark side posters. Yeah, the memes, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the dream. I definitely the uh, relate to those memes quite a bit. Outer me and inner me. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat that cookie. Yes, eat the cookie. <laughs> Very true. Yes. Uh, so anyways, I picked inspirations because there's got to be things that inspire us. So who would you say are some of your real inspirations, George? Steven Spielberg, Kubrick. Those are like obvious choices, though. Yeah. Current ones will probably be like uh, Denny Villeneuve, the director who made Blade Runner and uh, Arrival. I like okay. him a lot. And uh, Edgar Wright. Definitely some uh, inspirational people. Kevin Smith as, as well. Yeah. Besides that... I would have to think about it, and it would probably come to me as we do the show. Okay. Uh, for me, you know, Kevin Smith is, is pretty high up there. I mean, he's led me to want to be creative in my writing. He's led me to want to do podcasting. You know, he's just been kind of an inspiration for me for a long time. Uh, as a sub- subsect of him, tell him Steve Dave is a big part of why I started podcasting in the first place. Uh, Brian Johnson, Walt Flanagan, Brian Quinn, all those guys have uh, – definitely influenced my podcasting style and the types of shows that I've chosen to do. So they make a big impact. And and like on the comic book side, uh, Rick Remender, I'm a giant fan of. I like his stuff a lot too. Jack Kirby, I really like his stuff. Um, I mean, there's classic guys, there's more recent guys. I mean, you can go with the obvious choice like 
uh, Stan Lee. I mean, dude's like Shakespeare for comics. He is, but I mean, Stan Lee. A lot of a lot of his creations weren't hundred percent his own. You know, they were taken. He from worked other with other people, and he took it from like actual historical books and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, but I mean, he he definitely did have a a groundbreaking presence in the comic community. He's an impact to the world. Yeah. So yeah, Stan Lee for sure. It was pretty cool to meet him the one time that I did. I met him twice, and he's been very kind both times. So yeah, I have a lot of inspirational figures as well. But what about I'm you? Sure Andy? More of them will come to me as we go along. My inspirations? Yeah. Who's your inspiration? I mean, people who have really flourished despite adversity. You know, Yoko Ono, Courtney Love, Nancy Kerrigan, people like that. No. Oh, all right. Any reasons why? Because they flourish through adversity. <laughs> Besides that, like, what is about those people specifically? <laughs> He can't even do it with a straight face. <laughs> He's trying. I can't. I can't. Um, I guess if I had to be serious and actually tell you inspirations, yeah. this is what you want from me? I don't know. Anything. It would be a nice change, you know, once in a while. You get a serious um, answer. Probably Colin Powell or someone like that who's shown a lot of moral fiber. Moral fiber. Yeah. I like my moral bowel movements to be regular. And have cause. Yeah, and have cause. And be moral about it. Yeah. Got it. I told you it was about poop. Ladies and gentlemen, he's not being serious. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody that knows Andy knows that's not a real answer. (laughs) (laughs) Which one was more likely to be true? Yoko Ono, Nancy Kerrigan, and Courtney Love, or Colin Powell? Uh, Nancy Kerrigan for sure. <laughs> Courtney Love for sure. That's <laughs> <laughs> just the drug fueled crazy maniac. Have you met Andy? <laughs> <laughs> I've had the pleasure of knowing him for the past year now. No drugs, just maniac. That's why yeah. I thought Nancy Kerrigan. Pure mania. Although there was the time that uh, we went to a, a tournament together, me and Andy, and he took a whole shitload of caffeine pills and he was like bouncing off the walls. And just jittering. <laughs> it sounds like me. Yeah. So. Or you're more like Tanya Harding. There you go. I only say that because I've seen the Tanya Harding movie recently. I haven't seen it. I, Tanya? Yeah. I, uh, it was better when Asimov did it. Who? Eisenhoff? Asimov. The, the science fiction writer? I, Robot. Oh. Uh, all right. <laughs> I was like, what does that have to do with Tony, I, uh, Tonya Harding? But, that sound you hear, it's the joke going over your head. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on uh, to Mind Melters. Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. Andy, what would you say has been your biggest inspiration? Fear. How so? I mean, fear of failing, fear of starvation, stuff like that. That's really inspired me to get my shit together. Fear of failure, fear of success. (laughs) Fear of movement, fear of standing still. Fear of everything except mediocrity. There's actually something to that, right? I mean, if you're scared of something and gets you moving to go where you need to be. Sure, it can. Yeah. I, I don't I don't knock that. It's actually not a half bad answer from you. None of my answers are half bad. None of his answers are half good either. <laughs> George, <laughs> what would you say is your biggest inspiration? Man, I watched a lot of TV growing up and movies and stuff. So that's definitely like a major key part of my inspirations and why I wanted to do. But more importantly, I wanted to be Indiana Jones and then I found out he wasn't real. Broke my heart. And then... Uh, saw a documentary about how it was made Mm -hmm. how indiana jones the temple of doom was made and then i was like i want to be that guy wearing the other hat the baseball hat 
guy who makes the movies. Yeah. And then uh, Star- I was also getting into Star Wars around the same time. So, you know, movies and comics are a big inspiration to me. I get that. Uh, I grew up reading a ton of comics, reading a ton of books. Um, I really think it might be a little too cliche to say it, but J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh, I mean, Lord of the Rings was one of the first fantasy series I ever read, along with the Bulgariad series from like David Eddings and the Shannara series from Terry Brooks. Um, those, those writers definitely like inspired me to want to be a creative writer myself and all through school and stuff. I flourished in my writing classes and I did really well, but I never really pursued it until you and I decided to go along with the comic. Um, I do have a lot of like short stories and stuff I wrote when I was a kid and I was in high school and college and things like that, but I never really did anything with them. So, uh, yeah, I would say the, the novelist that I read when I was growing up, definitely a big part of the inspiration of who I became. Very cool. Next question, Andy. Who currently inspires you? George. Yes. <laughs> knew it. <laughs> Fucking knew it. How does how does George currently inspire you? I mean, look at him there. All that flourishing through adversity. Yeah. You put that speculum in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, these are in pornos. I don't know if you know that. Really? I. You. So, it, it, <laughs> for an audience that doesn't know what's going on, um, George had a speculum in his mouth. Andy was wearing one earlier, and we put some videos up on Facebook and Twitter. They're pretty funny. Uh, they'll haunt your nightmares. We're gonna we're gonna play a round of uh, fudging around later in this episode. Should where be we're fun. gonna play a new game. So, uh, stay tuned for that because it should be interesting to say the least. Uh, but George. <laughs> Who currently inspires you? Uh, currently inspires me. Man, that is a tough question. It's me. Is it, though? No. I didn't think so. I am not an inspiration. I'm uh, like a warning. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're a caution side. Don't go this way. <laughs> an example of what not to do. Those are very handy at times. Yes. Yeah. He's like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you'll turn out like that guy. (laughs) Um, Mommy, what's wrong with that man? (laughs) Too much. Too much. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, probably uh, like around like uh, like two, three years ago, I was thinking about like quitting writing and quit uh, filmmaking and all that stuff altogether. And then uh, I bought tickets to a uh, Kevin Smith show that I completely forgot. And... uh, his speech at the end of the show uh, really turned shit around for me. So I yeah. would, and every time I like feel like a little off or whatever, I like listen to his show. And he's always one of those why not kind of guys. And mm-hmm. he always convinces me to keep people, those kind of people around me. So you are definitely an inspiration. And then Carrie, who's always been supportive. My girlfriend's very in, uh, inspirational. And uh, sometimes Andy. <laughs> Yay! the best so i try to keep people who keep the all the good stuff around me and yeah i do the same yeah so my circle of friends are probably my inspiration right now i completely agree and i have the same answer it's important to surround yourself with other creative people most of my best friends are podcasters or creative people and of some some type you know i have a lot of artist friends i have a lot of writer friends um and just seeing what everybody creates and how they keep their focus and they're so driven to do what they're doing um, it just really inspires me and keeps me wanting to stay on track and do my things too. So, you know, definitely you. Kind of Andy. Yay, I'm still <laughs> hey, the best. He did write a book. He did write a book. I, I guess I can't include him in That's this. That's right. This I'm just waiting on you to proofread my comic stuff too. Well, send send me the updated ones and I'll do that. 
I've been waiting a year. You didn't. You sent me the preliminary ones. I haven't seen the like updated ones. All right, guys. No one's gonna, no one's gonna know any of this stuff. Moving okay. moving on. George is moving right. on. Question number three. Andy, what's your favorite inspirational quote? Hang in there with the kitty. That's oh the best. God. George, uh, don't go chasing waterfalls. By TLC. Yep. <laughs> Got to stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. That's right. Um, I don't know if I have like a favorite inspirational quote. I, I didn't I either. Have more. <laughs> <laughs> Happiness is like peeing your pants. Everyone can see it, but only you can feel the warmth. It's always darkest right before it gets darker. That, that one may not be that. That doesn't even work. Yeah. That's why it's inspirational. Uh, you either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. Is that inspirational? It's very inspirational. It's a quote. It is a quote. I would not, you know, it's advertise Batman. for How the is it not inspirational? Hotline with that. <laughs> Bring me the Batman. <laughs> That's a quote too. <laughs> it's ins- inspirational to you know Bane at that moment. I guess. <laughs> I guess to Bane. Yeah, he, oh, bring me was, the Batman. I he thought was we were doing still a, talking about Harvey Dent. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I get for not paying attention. <laughs> That's been going on a lot today. Uh, Story of my life for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I like. I don't have a, a favorite inspirational quote. Pizza I mean, time. I always laughed at those stupid posters because they. Who's that helping? You know. Uh I don't know. Let's take a quick inspirational. Leaders are like eagles. Google we don't up. have any here. I mean, I guess we can Google it and see if there's any funny ones. Uh, this is the sound of us Googling. Only I can change my life. No one can do it for me. That's bullshit. Once life- you're in prison. It- <laughs> <laughs> life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. It seems impossible until it's done. That's a pretty good one. That's true. Nelson Mandela. If plan A didn't work, the alphabet has 25 more letters. Stay cool. Get to work. You aren't being paid to believe in the power of your dreams. The best way to predict the future is to create it. Fear has two meanings. Forget everything and run or face everything and rise. The choice is yours. Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. I think Gandhi said that one. The way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. If a pretty poster and a cute saying are all it takes to motivate you, you probably have a very easy job. The kind robots will be doing soon. Oh, yeah. That won't make you want to kill yourself at all. (laughs) Just because you're unique doesn't mean you're useful. You're not a unique snowflake. In a gentle way, you can shake the world. Yeah, kid. (laughs) (laughs) It's a proven fact that the sweetest sound to a person's ear is a sound of their own name. If you want to live a happy life, tie it to a goal, not to people or objects. That's a bit weird. That's Einstein. All right. I like to think that he tied a lot of people to poles. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> See if you can get out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> Today is the first day of the rest of your life, but so was yesterday, and look how that turned out. I opened two gifts this morning. They were my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> See, that belongs on a poster. <laughs> yeah. You can have everything in life you want if you will just help other people get what they want. That is not true. (laughs) That's called having a job (laughs) and working for somebody else. It's called being a slave at that point is what it's called. (laughs) Action is the real measure of intelligence. Okay. In that case, isn't like every Michael Bay movie the most intelligent? I got the final quote. 
be the girl who decided to go for it. Yeah. Do it, girlfriend. Yes. That's who I am. I know that's who you are. You went for it. You got it done, sister. Mm-mm, girl. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, that does it for Mind Melters. Let's move on to casseroles. How many casseroles have we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. Whoop, whoop. Andy, who's been pissing you off this week? Oh, shit. My job. Again? Uh, You're yeah. about to get retired from that. I had to go through a training class. It was two weeks of straight days, four 10-hour days each week, where we sat in class and learned almost nothing. That sounds really boring. I mean, it was like basic chemistry and basic electricity, which when you've been working in a power plant for a year and a half and you have a bachelor's in chemistry is awful. Fucking awful. Did you learn anything? Nope. what about you george who's your casserole for the week uh so my casserole for this week uh there's still construction going on from harvey on my street and uh some asshole backed into my mailbox what (laughs) sorry about that i didn't even notice that well when i got came home from work the mailbox was like like the leaning tower of pisa it was like fucking almost all the way over Mm mm-hmm and uh, I had to like use a shovel to help prop it up and push it all the way. That thing was fucking heavy. I so, can so it's still a little wonky, but it's upright now. But it's not perfect, huh. like the way it was. So, fuck that casserole who backed into my uh, mailbox and not leave a card or anything because technically that is a felony and a hit and run. And it's probably one of your neighbors. <laughs> Well, none of my neighbors own a white truck. Oh, you saw it happen. Well, it's a white. It has to be a white car of some sort because there was white paint on the mailbox. Oh, and uh, casseroles. Yeah, casseroles. Whoop whoop. Uh, so probably about eight months ago, I got new tires for my car, and uh, the the tire brand that I wanted to get, they only had two available at the store I was at, so I ended up getting. Those two, which they put on the front, and then a couple weeks later, I ended up buying a different brand that they put on the rear. And uh, when I read the reviews of everything, um, the ones that they put on the rear, they're good tires. They have really good traction and everything, but everybody was saying they're kind of loud. And uh, when they got them on, I was driving with them, and they're a little bit loud, but it's not it's not horrible. It's not much worse than what I was driving like with Like road before. noise loud? Yeah, like road noise. Okay. Um, but... What I didn't realize is that as the trim on the tires gets less and less, the louder they get. So now it's almost time to replace my tires. And it sounds like a fucking airplane turbine is going on (laughs) everywhere I drive. It's like, (laughs) I thought something was horribly wrong with my car. Uh, It turns out it's just my tires being worn down because they're obscenely loud. But you just bought tires eight months ago. I drive a lot. I, I live... 60 miles away from my job. Fuck. So I drive 120 miles a day on those tires, at least. Wow. That's so. 600 a week. I can't do math. That's 30,000 a year. Fuck. Assuming he's got two weeks of vacation. If not, it's 31,000. And, and sometimes I drive more on the weekends and like we're taking trips <laughs> in the car. It. The point is, I've driven on the tires quite a bit in eight months and uh, they're incredibly loud. So. so they're like past due point. No, they still have tread on them. They're still usable tires they're just ridiculously loud so those are my casserole yeah fuck those tires i think they were cumho brand cumho brand k-u-m-h-o cumho 
Come ho brand. <laughs> so avoid those if you can. Yeah, avoid the pimp brand. That's okay. still very Come early ho- to replace your tires. Hmm? That's still very early to replace your tires. I, yeah, I mean, they still got tread on them. They're not bad. They're just worn down to the point where two months from now, I'm going to have to replace them, you know? That would still be very early, too. I drive a lot. He likes mm-hmm. driving. No one likes driving. I, I enjoy driving. I, I don't like, enjoy rush hour traffic. <laughs> yeah. I like driving. Yeah. yeah, I should say no one likes driving in Houston. That's that's more accurate. At yeah. the times he's driving and on the roads he's driving. Technically, we're not even the worst city that has... That's a fucking lie. <laughs> we're not the worst city with traffic. That's a lie. I've been to Atlanta. I've been to San Diego. Uh, Houston is ten times worse than either one of those. LA's Boston pretty bad. In LA. LA's pretty bad. I've been mm. in LA traffic once and it sucked. I don't know. Boston is just the roads are small, weird, designed poorly. Uh, well, you know, designed for horses. Back in the olden days, just like Houston was. Yeah. Well, cowboys get a horse and ride on past the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Tip your hat to him as you go by, Andy. Good day, mate. <laughs> is that your Bostonian <laughs> accent? Australian. What do you say, Bostonian? <laughs> Well, I thought we're still talking about Boston. I'm sorry. (laughs) None of that shit made sense. (laughs) Nothing made sense there. (laughs) Like this show. (laughs) That's about right. All right. Well, I guess that does it for castles. (laughs) Let's move on to consumption. Consumption. Andy, what have you been consuming this week? I started reading the King Killer Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, there's no Narnia. It's just the King Killer Chronicles. Is this the one with Aslan and the Fawn? Yeah, King Killer Chronicles. It's good, but man, the main character is annoying as shit because he makes such terrible decisions. Now, you were saying that he re- you hate this character because he reminds you of yourself. Yeah, when I was a teenager, I made terrible decisions. All right, then. I'd, I'd like to think that they stopped within the last Nobody year. Nobody saw the air quotes that he didn't do when I was a teenager. <laughs> still into your authorities, still making those terrible decisions. Yeah, some of them. Uh, yeah, he makes frustratingly bad decisions. He does. He does. But it, I really enjoy the book. Uh, Patrick Rothfuss takes a lot of standard tropes that you see in fantasy type novels like that. Kind of turns them on his head. And, I don't think uh, he really turns them on his head. I think he just does them really well. Well, he does He does both. He does some really well, and some things don't go the way you expect them to go. Like, there's a lot of things that happen in both book one and book two of the series that if a different writer, Robert Jordan or something, was was leading them a certain way, you could almost predict where they're going to go. But not him. Rothfuss likes to uh, take you in unexpected routes. I will disagree. I have expected every turn in this book so far. Oh, okay. Well, I just hear it's good. I haven't read it yet. It, it is, is really, really good. good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There's Everybody interprets consensus. it differently, though, obviously. So, all right then. It's a good book. You should read it or watch the movie slash TV show when it comes out. I plan on that part. Have you read Kings of the Wild yet? No, I can't find it. I had it somewhere, but we moved downstairs after we were finished the construction, and I don't know where it is. Well, how about pigeons from hell? I gave up on them a long time ago. One of the construction crew took your Kings of the Wild. <laughs> well, they would have to know where it is first. <laughs> I don't know where it is. It's buried in a wall somewhere. Probably. <laughs> it's between two sheetrock walls. What about you, George? What have you been consuming? Uh, I saw Moulin Rouge for the first time yesterday. Wow. 16 years late. 17 years late. 
Yeah, 2001, yeah. Yeah, I Fuck. forgot it was 2018. Shit. What'd you think? Uh, it was okay, you know. Uh, not my kind of movie, which is weird because I did enjoy Romeo and Juliet, the uh, remake or the modernized the version. DiCaprio version. Yeah, the DiCaprio one. Yeah, I liked it too. Uh, I didn't hate Gatsby the movie, but I didn't love it either. Fuck the great Gatsby. You hate the story. I'm talking about the movie. In the general. movie wasn't very good either. Was, I mean, there's parts of it that were okay, and that's how I felt about this movie. The only good part is that I had Carrie Mulligan in it. Mulligan. I do like her. She's a good actress. Yeah, she's really good. Uh, so Moulin Rouge was all right. Like, wasn't the worst thing ever. Took my girlfriend for Valentine's Day to see it. Okay. I enjoyed is she it. A, is she a big Moulin Rouge fan? I, I think big is stretching it, but she really likes it and she wanted to see it. So I told her I'd go. Uh, I saw that and then it was also payback because I made her to go see three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Hmm. And, Why'd you uh, go to Missouri? Because there's three billboards there. It's three billboards here, too, man. Yeah, but not together consecutively. They say eat, love, pray. <laughs> <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Uh, no, I wanted to see that because uh, I like Sam Rockwell and I uh, can't remember that lady's name who's in it, basically. She was in Fargo, played the pregnant cop. I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of her name either. Yeah. Old uh, Mulligan? No, not Mulligan. Oh. Taking a Mulligan on her name, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, it was really good. I liked it. It's a bit drab. It's not very fun movie. Uh, it's very based in like, what if this was real world scenario kind of stuff. And uh, it's it's good. I just I probably wouldn't watch it more Again. than once. Okay, I'll watch it later because that's how I felt by uh, about Seven Psychopaths, which is also by the same director. I didn't love it the first time. But when I saw it again, I, I was, was I was very disappointed with that movie. We're not talking about Moulin Rouge anymore, right? No. Okay. No, Seven Psychopaths. I, I thought that movie was going to be awesome. It had such a great cast, but uh, I was really underwhelmed by it. Uh, it's one of those movies you kind of have to give it a, a second viewing to enjoy, I guess. And I think this Ebbing movie might be the same way. The Three Billboards movie might be the same way. But it's good. It's uh, definitely a good contender for the Oscars this year. Cool. I'll have to check it out. I won't. <laughs> you saw Moulin Rouge, so at least there's another movie we could scratch off your list that's that you've true. seen. I've seen Moulin Rouge like 10 times. That's man, a great movie. Man, you fucking love that movie. American. What is your favorite cinema? scene of Moulin Rouge? <laughs> uh, Roxanne. Oh, uh, yeah, that was not a bad part. That was actually one of the set pieces I actually enjoyed. Yeah. That's uh, there was I another one it. where uh, they're doing Like a Virgin. It's weird, but it's funny. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Having, Have you seen it? I've seen it. Oh, you've seen it. Before. Having the guy sing it is pretty... Yeah. Yeah, the fat dude was funny. Yeah, I can't remember his name. He, you've seen him in every movie possible. I just can't remember his name. Yeah. I don't remember his name either. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What have you been watching? Or consuming? Uh, Well, I got invited to go to a free screening of the new Fifty Shades movie. I'm sorry. Ooh. So I ended up going. Um, I saw the first Fifty Shades of Grey in the theater with my ex-wife. And I uh, hated it. I thought it was a terrible piece of shit movie. Is it because it's about an abusive relationship? That was part of it. it also, the shitty acting and the poor music choices and the terrible set design. and Just about everything in the first movie is garbage. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see the second one because I had written it off. But the third one, we got free tickets to go see it in IMAX. Uh, so I went. So you could see those titties and fucking huge screen. Sure. And bondage and huge screen. I don't, I don't really think What's-Her-Name's all that attractive anyways. Well, for Kylo like, Ren? 
Kylo <laughs> Ren is more attractive than she is. Well, from the trailers, they don't look like they have very good chemistry with one another. Uh, it's gotten better. It was it was not there in the first movie. Um, they've improved as actors. Maybe in the they third slept movie. with each other a couple of times. Probably so. Um, they do seem to get along better. The story actually made sense this time, even though it was really contrived and predictable. The set designs were better. The story was a little bit better, but uh, still, it's just a piece of crap movie. You know, it, it, it is what it is. There's a lot more sex. There's a lot more nudity in this one than there was in the first one. Well, um, so I mean, that's what you want, I guess. At, at least there's that if that's what you're going for. But I mean, it, it wasn't a great movie. As a staunch feminist, I feel like I need to point out <laughs> <laughs> once again that it glorifies an abusive relationship. It does. It so this does. time it's uh, Gray getting the uh, punishment, right? Is what I understand from the trailer. No, no. it oh. has has very little to do with the submissive dominant relationship in this one. I mean, there's a little bit of that, but most of it is about um, like her integrating into his family. And there's like a, a serial killer all... who's after them. And oh wow, this is like, a serial killer. Why? It's but I mean, she sees video. Do they have sex with a serial like, killer? No. What? <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be like an erotic movie. What happened to that? It's, it's not, a 20 minute pegging scene. It's not erotic. It's not sexy. There's nothing. It's nothing like body heat. Body heat was erotic. There's just na- there's just nudity. There's just nudity. Huh? I'm and not happy when you keep saying erotic. erotic. She's not. She's not a very attractive woman anyway. So it's kind of like sloppy. Meh. Moist. Moist. Okay. Uh, I also started watching Altered Carbon. Oh, yeah. That's a great show. Which is great. Yeah. How far into it are you? Uh, I'm five episodes in. Okay. I'm uh, seven episodes in. Uh, it's it's pretty badass. It's very interesting sci-fi movie. It's series. a hard sci-fi show. Uh, like it's it, I would say if you don't like it by the first episode, you give probably, it. You probably need to watch at least yeah, two more. Give it a couple episodes before you quit. Because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. But by the third episode, I was really into it. It's visually stunning. Yeah, that's uh, really cool stuff. I can't believe the budget they must have had this for this series on Netflix. I mean, it, it looks incredible. Well, they shelled out all that money for that Cloverfield movie. They must still have some left over. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I also saw the Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, God. I hated that fucking I, piece I know of you shit. did. I know you did. It was okay. There was a couple moments in the movie that I thought were pretty good, but... In general, it was the weakest of the trilogy. Um, it did explain where the Cloverfield monster came from, which is kind of nice. They explained that in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Outer space. For sure. They could have been, it could have been an underground experiment. It could have been aliens. It could have been. No, at the end of the first Cloverfield movie, there's a still frame and you see a fucking ball of fire landing into the uh, Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. And what if that just mutated something that lived down there? You don't know for sure if it was an actual alien or if like scientists harvest something from the meteor and experiment on it. Like, and also the last shot of like Cloverfield Paradox is it really that tall? That didn't make any sense. It looked pretty tall. It wasn't that tall in the first movie. Yeah, I don't remember it being that tall. But there, like, were, it was above the clouds. There were parts that I thought were interesting, um, but it, again, it was kind of a letdown. It was a major letdown. I liked Cloverfield. Well, I also also heard that it was called the the God Spark or something like that, or before they, uh, it was a movie called something completely different that JJ's company bought, and they shoehorned the Cloverfield thing to make it into a Cloverfield movie. Yeah, that sounds about right. I yeah. be- I believe that now that I've seen it. Yeah. So yeah, they kind of had to rework the script, even though it was already in pr- in production or whatever. Okay, I can see that. 
<laughs> yeah, it feels like two different movies when you watch it anyway. The, the interesting thing was how they marketed it. The fact yeah, that they... It got me to watch. They got me to watch, too. I mean, they promoted it during the Super Bowl, and they're like, this movie's available on Netflix now. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I could watch this right now. Screw the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to wait till the Super Bowl was over. That was the only thing that sucked. Yeah, I, I drove home and I watched it. So well, by then it was over, and it makes sense. Yeah, I didn't and, and you would the hate Super it too. Bowl or I, I enjoyed the first Cloverfield. Uh, Ten Cloverfield I like, Lane. Yeah, was Ten Cloverfield Lane is pretty good, even though it does feel a little shoehorned into the Cloverfield. Yeah, but there's so world. much. There's so much to like about Ten Cloverfield Lane. Like uh, that. I expected so much more out of this one because that one was so good. Right. I was kind of hoping it would be like the same quality of storytelling, and it mm-hmm. was not. It was not. I haven't seen that. So. You would like it. You. It's it's a horror movie. It's not. It's, it's a thriller. Eh, a sci-fi thriller. Well, like Michael Jackson. The sci-fi yep. is like the oh. secondary half of it. It's it's about a guy locking a good people segue, in a bunker sir. and and just abusing them. John Goodman yeah. is terrifying. So yeah, it's it's a good movie. John Goodman. Yeah. John's favorite. favorite. Fred yeah. Flintstone. So you, yeah. you'd like it. I know you would. America's dad. Roseanne. Yeah. yeah. What was Love the dad's name in Roseanne? Dan. It was a great show. Dan. His name was Dan. Dan. There you go. For Daniel. It was a great show. I do remember watching Roseanne, yeah. They're bringing it back next year. Are they really? It's yeah. like a reboot? I thought it was back already. No, no, no. The The returning series oh, starts in okay. March. Like a reboot or just like... No, returning series. It's like 30 years later. Roseanne's they're empty nesters now or... No, like all the kids move back to town. I mean, I think they're doing what Fuller House did. Everybody comes back. And, oh, uh, Jesus Christ. But Roseanne and Dan are going to be a part of it. So it's not just the kids taking the roles. Do you think really things are going to age well and come out all right? I don't think so. Wait, I'm kind of excited to see. All right. All right. Well, that does it for consumption. Let's move on to hot fudge. You want the hot fudge? What do you got for us, George? Uh, so this week's hot fudge is going to be a little bit of a shorty one, but I think it's funny just to think about. So keep these mental images in your brain, okay? Everyone knows Russell Crowe, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Making movies, singing songs, and fighting around the world. Wow. It's not a bad Australian accent. Uh, you Better know, than mine. I'm way better. <laughs> Good day, mate. <laughs> That's Boston. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought he was trying to do Boston, but it sounded Australian. Never mind. I don't need to explain myself <laughs> to you guys. Anyway, so... Um, Apparently, back in the day, when uh, Russell Crowe was an up-and-comer, like those romper-stomper days, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Jackson, the singer, you know, king of pop, found out the name that uh, Russell Crowe was using in every hotel he was going to. And whenever they were in the same hotel for the like for the next two, three years, Michael Jackson would just troll the shit out of Russell Crowe and just prank call him. That's amazing. And it's funny to think this Michael Jackson, the squirrely vo- voiced guy, is trolling the shit out of Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe and Russell Crowe would answer, hello? And hello? Like, <laughs> 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 where, where am I? Where's my hands? Where's my hands? <laughs> Do you like candy? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if you know anything about Russell Crowe, he has a really bad temper. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, he, someone, like, pissed him off at a hotel lobby and he beat them with a telephone. And he got arrested for that making movies singing songs and fighting around the world (laughs) (laughs) south park nailed it (laughs) and uh i don't know i just think it's uh it's a funny uh true story uh time ran a little article on it on their website and i thought it was funny didn't i thought i would talk about it okay that is pretty funny yeah i mean what kind of prank calls do you think he did (laughs) is your toilet running backwards (laughs) 
Hooks Australians. Michael Jackson's Everything's, not Australian. I can't he was Michael, trying to do an Australian accent. I can't imagine Michael Jackson trying to do an Australian accent. Really? <laughs> Good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like to think that he had a like... Shimona! He probably tried to do a... <laughs> It's funny to think that he probably tried to do like a real voice, like not to have a high pitch. He's voice. a cartoon character. How I know. He, so he, tr- he tried to do like a normal voice. It's funny to imagine Michael Jackson going, "Hello, <laughs> <laughs> is your refrigerator running? <laughs> you better go catch it." Ha <laughs> <laughs> And fucking Russell Crowe, you motherfucker! <laughs> For the next two three years, every time he should just change his name when he was checking in on hotels, but. I guess it must have been a really good name. They didn't mention the name he used because I guess he still uses it today. No. Peter Johnson. Two words for penis. <laughs> yes. I, I believe I believe he'd do that, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense for Russell Crowe. So anyway, that's uh this week's hot fudge. That's pretty funny. Uh it's it's kinda weird to think of Michael Jackson like prank calling somebody. It anybody, is weird. But especially <laughs> Russell Crowe. That makes it real funny. Of all the people to fuck around with. I mean I would be afraid to get my face punched in. But you're Michael Jackson. Is Russell Crowe really going to beat your ass? He beat the fuck out of him. He's going to moonwalk out of his way and shit, like in the the Super Nintendo game. He's like dodging his punches and shit. He beat the fuck out of somebody in the lobby with a telephone. He's bad. He's bad. Who's bad? (laughs) I want to make a Weird Al Yankovic shows up to be his backup. (laughs) Don't worry, Michael. We got this. <laughs> His eyes start glowing. He starts doing Thriller dance. <laughs> also, Crow's like, "Oh shit, I'm out. I'm out." <laughs> Come on, uh. Tugga. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, next, we're going to do a segment that we have only done twice on the show so far. It's time for fudging around. Uh, anytime we discover a new game that we think will play pretty well on air, settlers. Uh, no, God no. Uh, we that'd be a very boring show. <laughs> decided to do it. So this is a game that George brought to the table. So I'm going to let him explain how this one works. Uh, all right. So the game is called Speak Out. Uh, I'm sure there's various other versions of this game with different titles, but this one's the Hasbro version of the game, and uh, you get like this weird dental mouth guard speculum, it's a speculum, uh, a speculum, apparently. And uh, so you're given these phrases to say, and people have to guess what you're saying with the mouthpiece in your mouth. You're using the mouthpiece wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was really good. And now my blowing my nose has to stay in. <laughs> All right, so uh, who wants to go first? I think Andy should go first. All right, Andy. So the idea is you put it in your mouth, uh huh, and you say the words on the card. So how many are we gonna do each? You want to do like three each? Uh, I guess until we guess three phrases. Red or blue? Red or blue? Yeah. Uh, whichever one doesn't matter. Right. Shuffle them or whatever. You so can pick we'll... whichever side you'd like. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I think red's the harder phrase, but I'm not sure. I can't guarantee that. I don't know. Y'all ready? Yeah. Quirky questions become confusing. 50 questions become confusing? Close. Cookie questions. What? Uh, no. Say it again. Quirky? <laughs> Quirky? <laughs> questions. Quirky questions become confusing. Exactly. Point for me. What, what, what? There's also a paper towel because you're Scrouch looking kind of drooly. is what? 
a Scottish squish. <laughs> the best part is watching him wipe his mouth. <laughs> Say it again. Squelch is what a Scottish squish. Squelch is not a Scottish squish. Squatch. Squelch is what a Scottish squish. I have no idea. I like big uts, and I cannot lie. I'll take a drop on this one. <laughs> Something is not a Scottish fish. Squelch is... <laughs> Squash is not a Scottish dish? Squelch? He's trying so hard. Squelch, Squelch is what? Look at him trying to emote his face. A Scottish squish. I got no idea. All right, let me Fine. see the card. Squelch is but a Scottish squish. Okay. That's not even a, a coherent sentence. <laughs> None of these are. <laughs> they're just made because they're hard to say with the mouth guard in. All right. Next one. It's better to puke than pout. It's better, it's better to, to puke, puke than pout? Yes. Oh. for me. Wow, we're tied on that one. You didn't get the last word? I was trying to, but you said it before I did. Whatever. Twos. Rapid fire this shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a lovely tea party. <laughs> oh, it's, it's just gone. <laughs> it's just drooling everywhere. <laughs> He's got like a drool spot on his sweater. Look at that shit. Virginia loves a vineyard look. Virginia, Virginia loves, loves a vineyard look. Walk. 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 Oh. One Ooh. for you. That's three. Three total. Oh, okay, yeah, three total. All right, so you want to go now? <laughs> Do I have to guess what this thing is? No, I can take it out You now. can take it out now. Oh, good. Oh, God. It just drool went everywhere. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I flung something. <laughs> yes, Skeletor. Looks like Skeletor sounds like Beast Man. <laughs> I want a fresh bagel. I want a fresh bagel. Yes. Wow, that was really good. Clean for the better half a day. Clean for the better half of the day. Close. Queen for the better Clean half of the for day. The better half of the day. <laughs> the tongue move. A scene al function. Can you say the first part again? Vending a scene al function. Vending machine malfunction. Yes. Hey, he's really good at this he game. Your ass. He sure did. I wasn't even trying. I was filming this whole entire time. Uh huh. All right, my All turn. All right, champions face off. <laughs> ha ha ha! <laughs> you look like a character from Mad Max. Yeah. Imogen George. <laughs> <laughs> Witnessed. Witness! <laughs> wait, wait, I gotta give it. <laughs> Do it again! That was amazing. Do it again. <laughs> Look at the microphone all angry. It was fucking great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Everyone ready? Yep. Weasels like Harley Hatter. Weasels like curly hat hairs? Weasels like Hartley hat hairs. 
<laughs> Weasels like something. Weasels like Hartley Hearth. Portly hookers? <laughs> that is what I heard. Portly peppers? I'm going to say it all the time. Here you go. Weasels like. Weasels like Hartley Hearth. Portly heifers. Close. Portly is the word, right? Yeah. That's the last word. Weasels like Hartley Heifers. Peppers? There you go. I ah. said that. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Check the tape. <laughs> you said like I heifers. Said I said heifers and peppers. I never heard heifers. I know you didn't. Otherwise, you would have said, yes, you've got it. No, I didn't. <laughs> All right. Here you go. Nutty noise machines. Nutty noise machines? Yeah. Say the name of our podcast. I heard comedy podcast. <laughs> okay. We yeah. should redo all of the like <laughs> casseroles and shit with these things in our mouth. <laughs> all right, you ready? Yeah. Here you go. Hold the word. What? Yeah. <laughs> Are you making words right now? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, it's super distracting. <laughs> All right. Hello, Funk Glass. Hello, Funk Glass. <laughs> uh oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a hard one. Uh oh. <laughs> I can't say it with a straight face. Oh, oh. Funk. Ah. Yeah. Hello, Funk Bass. Uh oh, fuck that is just <laughs> all you're saying. <laughs> oh, oh, funk math. Uh oh, fuck that. <laughs> Why do you keep saying Somebody it? Somebody flunked math. Hey, you're close. Oh, oh, I've seen the card at this point, so I'm not even going to oh, say it. I already know that. Yeah. What is it? Bobo flunked math. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, none of us. If it doesn't have a word, or if it's got something on it that's not a word, don't say it. It's fun. Say Baba Booey. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A bicycle basket of puppies. Bicycle basket full of puppies? Close. Is bicycle basket of puppies. Bicycle ba- basket with no puppies? Little puppies. Bicycle basket of puppies. Five puppies. Three puppies. <laughs> One puppy. Hush puppies. <laughs> Bicycle basket with warm huffies. Warm puppies? Yeah, you go. Why? Ah, <laughs> uh, ow. Damn, that hurts my mouth. <laughs> Apparently, I'm only better than George. Yeah. <laughs> better than all, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Your comprehension for this game is pretty good. So there you go. That's uh, Fudging Around all with... Right. Uh, Speak out. We, we want to put it back in and then try to make each other say funny phrases? I think yeah. we totally should, yeah, as a bonus round. Okay. Uh, what should we make Andy say? I want blueberry pie. <laughs> I want blueberry pie. Oh, no, my genitals. What about your genitals? <laughs> say that you're a fairness. I'm a fairness. <laughs> Listen to my opinions because I'm being oppressed. I didn't understand anything he just said. Listen to my opinions because I'm being oppressed. How now, Ron Cow? (laughs) (laughs) That is the sound of sexiness. You both look adorable. Yeah.
Why aren't you hood in yours? One of us has to be able to actually speak. Or nah, this is, it's better this way. This is it's, not listening. Okay. It's a team effort. Team effort. Now it's the audience turn to play. <laughs> Guess what <laughs> we're saying. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> if you'd like to subscribe to the show, you can hunt us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Yeah. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Facebook and Twitter as at ConicalJC. If you'd like to find Andy, you can find him at at Princess Sophia SU, and that's Sophia with an F. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to hide in George, you, you can hide here at. You can hide at Jeff Kisses at all the social idiots. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Instagram? Instagram. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Say all social media again. All social <laughs> media. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for tuning in and trying to understand what the huck we're saying. Uh, we appreciate you listening, and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Good day, right? <laughs> Remember, like you, ins- you inspire us to laugh. I forgot we were doing too. an episode about inspiration. Yeah, this is very inspiring right here. <laughs> Don't quit your day job. Her pictures and all this shit, you can find it on Twitter. Just look her at iTunders. Bye, guys! Bye, guys! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>